0: I yeah.
1: brought to you by iTrust Capital. By now, you've probably heard all about cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. You might even already be investing in them. But did you know you can invest in cryptocurrencies through your retirement account? With iTrust Capital, you can buy and sell cryptocurrencies from a crypto IRA and get all the same tax advantages as a traditional IRA. iTrust Capital allows you to invest in over two dozen of the most popular cryptocurrencies and unlike the stock market, you can buy and sell 24 hours a day. The iTrust Capital platform is easy to use and it only takes a few minutes to create your account. Setting up an IRA is free and iTrust fees are low. It's time to start taking control of your financial future. With iTrust Capital, you can get all the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit itrustcapital.com to start investing today. That's itrustcapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital, Inc. does not provide legal investment or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal investment or tax professional.
2: Hallelujah. We give God the glory. Hallelujah. We welcome you to our evening service. So let's just go ahead and let's get ready to just go into a place of praise and worshiping the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
3: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anything that I ask in your name, anything. Inside, inside to the right space at the right time. The right time. Cooking the world, yeah. trying to walk the yeah. straight line. Straight, straight line, yeah. never Please. at ease. Jesus, Don't you know.
4: The enemy wants to
3: wipe me out, but leave me to try. It's one of the prices to make it possible to not be surprised. Yes, he already gave his life. So it's already done. I be feeling bad when they be asking, How am I doing? And I say, Good, i Straight line, line. never at ease. Don't you know it's already done? Don't you know it's already done? Don't you know it's already done?
2: Give God the praise because it's already done Amen Glory to God, hallelujah We welcome you to our evening service God bless you Unlimited Grace, Prayer Ministry. hallelujah And SOAR International Hallelujah Network, amen We're just in the middle of praise and worship Hallelujah Amen Hallelujah Are you blessed? Are you blessed?
5: Feel like, man.
2: Hallelujah. Man. I'm blessed because I got breath in my body.
6: Wait,
5: strands, check you your people, they should all the problems. Take your knees if you just lawyer, doctor, anything. If you just you got some questions about some things, you just you a king, you the king. You just, you're
3: Hallelujah,
5: queens, living faith, see the train. Get your phone, text your people, they should come so here in the shadows. By and i reaching out for help. Well what you can't get over here is your home. We blocking, Preparation isolated and alone. Pull up like a Uber, hallelujah. Any type of music that a movie. And we don't really care what you
2: doing We just walk up in the room like Are you blessed? 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 Are you blessed?
5: Are you blessed? Are you blessed? Are you blessed? Are you blessed? Feel
3: like blessed? blessed? I'm I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Wait, get your phone, check your people, they
5: should ask Christ. All the problems and needs, of. you just ask, I'm
2: blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. You, just ask
5: you got some questions about some things, you just ask Christ. Just ask Christ, you
2: just
5: ask Christ.
2: not man. Just ask Christ Live in fact see the dream Just ask Christ Get your phone, text your people, they
5: should you're in the shadows by yourself you just underwater and not reaching out for help Whoa, well, only way you can't get over is your own That tsunami blocking passage to the drum. Phone dying, worry how you home. Preparation, isolated, and alone Pull up like a Uber, hallelujah Any type of music that a movie And we don't really care what you're doing We just walk up
2: I'm blessed. Anybody here blessed? I'm blessed. Anybody here
6: blessed?
2: I'm blessed. Anybody here blessed? I'm blessed. Anybody here blessed?
5: I'm
2: blessed.
5: Anybody here blessed? I'm blessed. Anybody here blessed? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Uh, like I'm blessed. You just underwater and I'm reaching out I'm for blessed. help. Well, only way we get over That's who knocked me back
2: I'm
3: broód- blessed.
5: Time, worry how you I'm blessed Preparation isolated I'm like blessed like a Uber I'm holiday. blessed Any type of music that I move I'm, 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 I'm
3: blessed I'm blessed I'm
2: blessed I'm
4: blessed
3: I'm blessed
2: I'm blessed
1: I'm blessed
2: I'm blessed Hallelujah, I'm blessed Hallelujah! We give God the glory. We are blessed people. Hallelujah! Amen. We're blessed people. Hallelujah! Let's go ahead, and we know that there is no but tomorrow greater than today. Hallelujah! Greater than today.
6: Shut
0: Nothing ruins a perfectly good grocery haul like surprise fees. That's why Kroger has free pickup so you can get what you need and none of the extra charges you don't. Simply head to the Kroger app and start your cart and enjoy the perks of picking up groceries and household items without hidden fees. Now, the only surprise will just be how amazing that new flavor of ice cream tastes. Kroger, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply, subject to availability.
7: Come on, must be greater than
4: today.
2: for our tomorrow. Amen. We give God the glory. We give God the praise. Hallelujah for our tomorrow. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank God that you're here with us this last service. Amen. This evening service, may God bless everybody that is joining us. Amen. And I know that you're going to be blessed. Amen. For the word of the Lord. Amen. That he has for us on this evening. Amen. As the Lord begin to speak. Hallelujah through his servants so we thank God for you amen for joining us again for our evening service hallelujah and we're still hallelujah speaking the word of God amen and we just come to the we right now let's go into prayer and we pray that the Holy Spirit begin to release the word unto us on this evening we ask God to allow our hearts to be open hallelujah our minds to be open hallelujah our minds to be open open. Hallelujah, our minds to be opened. Hallelujah, as the Spirit of God begins to release unto us what it is that he will have for us to have on this evening as we continue to understand his love and to tame and mastering our tongue. because. Without being able to tame and master our tongue, how can love ever speak through not only our heart or our action, but through our mouth? So, Lord, we thank you right now that the Holy Spirit is speaking through your servant Open up the hearts of your people to receive this word through the Holy Spirit. And God, we just thank you for giving us life. We thank you for bringing us back here this evening. Somebody did not make it, but God, you know that you have a plan for our life. So we thank you for giving us a second chance. Amen. And God, we give you the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. And glory to God. Hallelujah. We thank God for you, and we're not going to be before you long. We thank God. Unlimited grace, prayer ministry, Apostle Joe L. more God bless you, man of God. Amen. We're starting service. Hallelujah. And we thank God for SOAR International. Hallelujah, Outreach Network, Lady Apostle Robin Stokes, amen. We thank God those that are here, those that are live with us. But we are praying that God send you here. We're here at 1115 Hicks Boulevard, Suite 5, Hallelujah, Fairfield, Ohio, 45014. God knows who belongs here and those that the spirit of the Lord is speaking to you. We welcome you to come into the house of the Lord and join us, hallelujah, as well. Not just social media, but coming into the presence of the Lord. You are welcome. We thank God, amen, for such a um, reverential word on love as Apostle Joe, hallelujah, has been leading us in the last four weeks on what love is to Brotherly kindness and patience, which equals love. Hallelujah. We are um, understanding why love is so important, not only in the body of Christ, but why love is so important to us in our lives, in our everyday walk. Hallelujah. Not just with God, but just every day when we walk outside of our door and when we entertain whoever we're entertaining or speaking to, whoever we're speaking, love shall always be present. Amen. And one of the things that We've been touching on, it's breaking down what love is and what love is not. We know that love has, hallelujah, some positive effects and also negative. And we know in the negative effect, we know that love doesn't boast. And we know that love isn't rude. And we know that love doesn't envy. And love is not jealous. But we know that love is kind. Love is patient. Love does not seek its own, but seek um, for others. So we've been learning just what love is and what love isn't. Amen. But I believe as we continue, amen, to learn, hallelujah, what love is, I believe also taming and mastering the tongue is very important because. That's how we also speak the love language, amen. What we speak out of our mouth also contains love, hallelujah. See, the apostle Paul said, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is um, right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is uh, uh, admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things and a God of peace would be with you. Hallelujah. So just imagine, even as Jesus began to touch the crowd of people, how he exemplified his love and how he exemplified the love from our father. Hallelujah. That was begotten onto the son. But at the same time, Jesus was moved. Hallelujah. He wasn't moved just by anything, but he was moved. Hallelujah. um, With um, pity, pity on us, pity on, you know, us not in the wheel and us just being falling short of the glory of God. He was moved by us really allowing who we really is, meaning that allowing God to, Jesus to see our flaws and to see where we don't have it all right. You know, he, Jesus is moved by allowing us to just uncover, hallelujah, and be naked unto him. Meaning that we come and say, Lord, you know, we don't have everything right. We know that you know what we need. So God, because I want to love more and because I want to make sure what I'm speaking is your love language, I need you to work on me inside out. Amen. So Jesus began to teach many things. Amen. Even in the book of Mark, when we go to chapter 6 and verse verse 34. Amen. When he was being assaulted, Jesus did not resort even to harsh speech. Even when they were speaking words, hallelujah, when they were speaking negativity, he continued to do and be about his father's business. Why? Because his tongue, hallelujah, was love. His tongue was pure. His tongue was true. His tongue was noble. His tongue was right. His tongue was pure. His tongue was lovely. His tongue was admirable. His tongue was excellent. His tongue was praiseworthy so when we begin to talk about taming a tongue James hallelujah apostle James began to teach us also hallelujah why it's important to tame the tongue and he said to us in James 3 verses 1 through 12 my brethren be not many masters knowing that we shall receive greater condemnation for in many things we offend all if any man offend not in word the same is perfect man and able also to bridle the whole body behold we put bits in the horse's mouth that they may obey us and we turn about their whole body behold also the ships which though they be so great and are driven of fierce winds yet are they turned about with a very small hymn whatsoever the governor listen even so the tongue i said even so the tongue is a little member and boasts great things Behold how great a matter a little fire kindle. This tongue right here can cause some fires, hallelujah, to be out of whack. Glory to God. But, and the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members that it defiled the whole body and settle on fire the course of nature. And it is set on fire of hell for every kind of beast and of bird and of serpent and of all things in the sea is tamed and have been tamed of what? Mankind. But the tongue can no man tame. You need Jesus. Hallelujah. I don't care how perfectly you think you are. I don't care if you've been in church for 100 years. You've been in ministry for another 50. You need Jesus. Hallelujah. To help you tame that tongue. Why? Because we are still flesh. Hallelujah. We still, hallelujah, walk in humanity. Sometimes we don't even realize the things that we think. and, And when we think it, it be something that we become because we begin to what? Speak it. And we speak only with our tongue. Sometimes we, you know, we know that if you don't have a tongue, it's hard for you to be able to um, say a word without a tongue. Amen. But we know that a tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. Hallelujah. James wanted us to know that we got to be careful with this tongue because the same mouth hallelujah can release blessings and that same mouth can release curses. Hallelujah. But at the end of the day James wanted us to remember and to understand that the tongue hallelujah no man can tame. It is unruly evil full of deadly poison. Therewith bless we God if the father and we curse men which are made after the substitute of God how can we bless people with one tongue and then come back and and curse them with the same tongue God forbid you can't do it hallelujah that's why James is saying out of the same mouth proceed of blessings and curses my brother these things ought not to be so hallelujah you better just speak blessings and not curses because James says that my brethren these things ought not so to be so God, a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter. Hallelujah. Can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olives, berries, either a fine fig? So can no fountain both yield salt, water, and fresh. Amen. Let me go ahead and just make this really simple for you on this evening. We're talking about taming and mastering of the tongue. The tongue, we know in a norm form, is a movable organ in the floor of the mouth, in the hump, in, in, in us as humans, and also most vertebrates. Functioning is in our eating. We need our tongue in order to eat and, and to taste. Hallelujah! So our tongue is used for tasting and our tongue is used for licking maybe we want to lick a lollipop hallelujah or some ice cream our tongue is needed to swallow hallelujah our tongue mostly is, is is used importance in articulating speech but the verb form in tongue is something that can be a note Something distinctly on a wind instrument by interpreting the airflow with the tongue. We heard James say that the tongue is small, but it's powerful. You can bless out of the same mouth and even come back and curse with the same mouth. But it is powerful both for good and for ill out of the same portion and the same size. Amen. The tongue projects the thoughts and intention of the heart. It is from within. That's why it says in the word of God, out of the heart that the mouth speaks. In Proverbs 15 and 4, a gentle tongue is a tree of life, but um, perversiveness in it breaks the spirit. So we can speak life one day and come back and speak, hallelujah, death in the next day. Because why sometimes our humanity is? gets in the way. Sometimes offenses get in the way. When we are offended, we forget about the blessing. We forget about loving. We forget about the love that we're supposed to show to our brethren because we are offended, because we're hurt, because we're bitter, because we are walking in unforgiveness. But it should not be so because the tongue should always be a tree of life, not a perverseness that breaks the spirit. So we talked about the tongue. Let's talk about what mastering is because we said taming the tongue, hallelujah. But at the same time, hallelujah, we must master, the mas- we must understand the mastery of the tongue. Because the mastery of the unruly and the untamed tongue by force, it is our reasonable service, hallelujah amen hallelujah this is our reasonable service to make sure that we tame this tongue that we make sure that we speak life at all times it's hard to master something that you're not used to but let me help you understand what mastering is mastering is to have dominion to have power of governing or commanding mastering the tongue is a spiritual maturity it develops through our response while suffering through our spoken word. Now our spiritual maturity is evidenced by the use of the tongue. But the mastery of the tongue master is the fruit of mastering self. See we have to first master ourselves. Meaning mastering our emotions And mastering our feelings Because even our thoughts Because what a man thinks he's becoming Before he even becomes He has to speak it When he begins to think it Then he begins to speak it And then he becomes it Amen So that's why we gotta make sure That before we even begin to speak it It has to be something that is good The mastery of the tongue Is the fruit of mastery itself The self by what we speak out of our mouth Because We just said that the tongue is like a rudder on a ship. See, your tongue steers your life. Amen. It steers your life in either a positive direction or a negative direction through your words. Amen. The tongue is sometimes it can steer you in the wrong direction. It's like a wind. It's like something that is large. But when you are driven by a strong wind, hallelujah, The tongue, it says, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body. The tongue is a relative small muscle that does quite a lot. Even though we know the tongue, we use it to chew. We use it to speak. But also, this tongue can kill. I'm not talking about killing with a gun and killing with a knife. Hallelujah. Your tongue can kill somebody's spirit. Your tongue can kill somebody's heart. Your tongue can kill somebody confidence, their boldness, because you speaking negative out of your mouth. See, we got to be careful what we speak. We got to make sure that we speaking in love. We got to make sure we speaking in respect. We got to make sure that we are articulating our words so that people can have an understanding and don't take us in the wrong way. Because this tongue, hallelujah, is a small muscle that does quite a lot. It serves primarily as a facilitator of digestion. And secondly, as a language indicator. Hallelujah. Amen. Dangerous of letting go of our tongue, much like the danger of letting go a ship rudder. If you are steering a ship and if you don't know how to guide that ship, when there is a storm and the wind is coming and the waves are coming. Come on, we know the movie called the Titanic. The Titanic, it was a big ship. It had all the things that it needed but a wave came and wept it, swept it away because the rudder, hallelujah broke. The rudder was not as strong as the wind, as the wave. Man, that's why you gotta be able to steer your ship not just steering just a ship or boat. I'm talking about steering your life steering your tongue. Being able to articulate the right words at the right time. Sometimes even though a person needs to be disciplined or a person needs to be told the truth but there's always something called timing there's always something called articulation we must articulate correction in love we must articulate correction in obedience and articulate correction so that people can feel free hallelujah and wanting to be made whole but again the tongue amen is dangerous amen especially during a storm hallelujah the storm Hallelujah, the waves and the winds can be violent, tossing the ship around like a piece of driftwood. We even know when Paul, Apostle Paul, he got on the ship, hallelujah, to go on another, hallelujah, mission. And we know that the ship, glory to God, was in a storm and that the ship broke up, amen. But there was only pieces, hallelujah, driftwood that was in the water in order for them to float on in order to make it to shore. But at the end of the day, when the storm came and the wind came, nobody on board thought that they were going to make it. But Apostle Paul knew that this was a sign. Amen. Sometimes you got to know how to hold on to that driftwood and tame the tongue. Amen. See, the worst thing that a seller can do is let go of the rudder and run below deck. The ship loose course and the waves have their way with it as it becomes like a piece of draft wood. World spoken by our tongue determined. Determines the direction of our life. Did you hear what I said? Words spoken by our tongue direct our life because in the Bible in the beginning, the God said, let there be. And there was light. Hallelujah. In dark places, places that was void, there was nothing. Hallelujah. But at the end of the day, because we are in the image of God and we are sons of God and we are kingdom citizens of God, we can speak as though it's not as though it is and it shall become. So God allow our mouth. Hallelujah. To have have authority in the atmosphere in the hemisphere in the, in, the, in the hemispheres hallelujah in the stratosphere amen but at the end of the day our tongue direct our direction in life our tongue would direct blessings or curses our tongue would direct prosperity or poverty our tongue would direct hallelujah grace hallelujah mercy hallelujah or shame amen so at the end of the day our tongue determines the direction of our life just like a rudder of a ship determines the direction a ship's supposed to go. That's why in the word, when God said let there be, he just let us be able to go back and read and understand not only the power that he released unto us, but the authority. Amen. We have authority in our tongue. That's why we have to be careful what we speak. We have to be careful what we say because once it's released out of our mouth, we cannot take it back. So that's why we gotta ask God to control our emotions, to control our feelings because when it is released, it begins to do damage, amen, but we have control on whatever we speak, so that's why we have to be careful what we speak, we have to make sure that we're speaking life, we have to speak in dead situations, we gotta speak in in situations that are unbearable, we keep on saying that we ain't got it, and we ain't gonna get it, you ain't got it, and you ain't gonna get it, you gotta speak and say, oh I'm gonna get it, oh I'm gonna make it happen, it's gonna work for me because my God told me that it is my time, and whatever I ask in his name It shall be given unto me Press down, shake it together and run it over And because I know God Told me this, I can speak Those things not as though they were And because my faith is In God, mountains are got to be Moved, mountains will be moved And mountains are already moved So your tongue, hallelujah, is powerful Your tongue is full with authority So that's why you gotta be careful What you speak because Your words that you speak with your tongue Determines your direction. See, anybody can speak negative about you, but you got to come back and speak positive about yourself. They can say whatever they want to say about you, but you know what God said. You know what God told you.
7: Great news for a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today.
2: and you know where God said that you're going. So you better come back and speak those words as though they're not as though they are because you know what your God told you. Amen. So James sees that the tongue is an instrument of extraordinary power out of all proportion of its size. See, whatever is anonymous connections, it must be most significant connection. The most significant connection is to the heart, whether heartened by sin or recreated by grace. See, we as the fivefold ministry, especially those God ordained to speak forth his word, should be conscious and careful on what we are speaking. Even those that may not, hallelujah, be in ministry. It don't matter if you're a ministry or not. It don't matter if you're a son of God or not. You still need to control your words. You need to control what you say out of your mouth. You need to control your thoughts. Because when you begin to speak those negative things, you bring curses on yourself. You bring things on yourself. And the first thing we say is the devil. Don't you know sometimes we talk our own self out of our own blessing? Because what comes out of our mouth, when God already promised it, God already said it's ours, Apostle Joe, they always just speak and don't even know that they're messing up what God already said is theirs. Because of what happened In their past. And because their mama didn't do this. And because their mama didn't do that. And because the pastor did this. And because the apostle did that. And because the prophet spoke this. Because Emmanuel did that. They don't want to do what they're supposed to do. You better go ahead and kick the dust off your feet. And keep it moving. Amen. Because at the end of the day. the word God ordained to speak forth his words. We should use our conscience. Because it is weighty. And in its potential influence of what we say. Because words lie at the heart. Our words lie at the heart of whatever it is that we're speaking. So to have an unreliable tongue is likely to provide a destructive model for those who are taught. So if God is using us as teacher to speak the word, to speak truth, But not negative because a lot of times we always even though yes somebody may be wrong a leader may have done something out of the will of God but it is not up to us to condemn that leader it's not up to us to put our mouth on that leader. It's dangerous because God will deal with that leader God Put that leader in a position to where he allowed him to be held more accountable than what you would ever know. So sometimes we just got to leave it to God. Do it hurt? Yes. When we know that sometimes leaders are out of the will of God and they're doing things and and, and doing things against other leaders. And yes, sometimes we want to correct them. I remember there was a leader and and, and they just continued to do things that was not in the will of God. And as I was talking to the man of God, I was like, okay, I wonder if God is going to use me to correct him. But God did not use me at that time to correct him. It was like a year later, we wound up having a meeting. And at that meeting, hallelujah, I didn't correct him, but everything came out in that meeting. And I was able to tell him what he did was not good, but it was at the right time. Hallelujah. See, our timing is very important because even though sometimes we know that some of us need correction, God will always make it be at the right time so that we won't cause offenses and we won't move people out of the will of God. Hallelujah. So at the end of the day, even as men and women of God, we have to be careful because God uses our mouth to influence his people. Because we're supposed to preach the gospel, teach the gospel, hallelujah, of our Lord Jesus Christ. So the words that come out of our mouth, a man has to make sure that they are what? True. They are noble. They are right. They are pure. They are lovely. They are admirable. They are excellent. They are praiseworthy. Hallelujah. We should not gossip, hallelujah. We should not sow discord, hallelujah. We should not be jealous or impure or talking bad down on another leader or even a member. A lot of times when we when members don't do what we want or our members step out, hallelujah, and even come up against us. Sometimes we go and talk to other leaders about members. We should not do that. We need to talk to God. Why? Because that sheep just got lost. Amen. So in order for us, to, in order to win our brother back, we need to go in prayer and pray for them amen so that's why it's so important leaders what we say out of our mouth because we can kill hallelujah so we can kill a spirit hallelujah i'm talking about somebody's spirit that's really that really love god amen because of our harsh words and how we um chastise hallelujah god's people needs to be in love hallelujah so therefore, God allows us to use our mouth, hallelujah, to teach, hallelujah, his word, to lead his people. That's why it is so important as leaders, hallelujah, how we use our tongue. Why? Because God used our tongue as a, t- a teaching tool, man in ministry, amen. Because in order, like I said, um, um to, to have this tongue, hallelujah, that is not right, that is not speaking in truth, hallelujah, is not good amen because it become destructive amen and then you won't be able to teach effectively amen so the potential for multiplication of influence requires a canon of judgment that takes the measure of both responsibility and opportunity in account that's why speech and silence are properly expressed we are together hallelujah the mark of the mature amen our only hope as we pursue discipline of self that will lead us to master our tongue is that we are in Christ Jesus and that we are being made increasingly like him. That means that we have to begin to think like him. We have to begin to speak like him. We have to begin to walk like him. Hallelujah. In order for our speech to begin to change. Amen. Why? Because the tongue is difficult. Indeed impossible to tame naturally. Amen. Because as we have also seen in exercise power and control of words, amen, that can consume and destroy a life, amen tongue roams the wilds, quick to defend itself, swift to attack others, anxious to subdue them always marked by evil this is what the tongue does, hallelujah but the Bible tells us that their throat is an open grave hallelujah, they use their tongue to deceive, most people, hallelujah that's not of God, their tongue is wicked, hallelujah, their tongue is not right, they always say God this and God that, but really what they're doing is manipulating God's people Their tongue is deceiving Their tongue is not of God It is a rotor that is destroying the body Amen No human being can tame the tongue With it we bless our Lord And our Father And with it we curse people Who have made us mad Who have offended us who are. But the thing is It is God that made us in his image Amen See the ability to communicate our thoughts and feelings is a marvelous gift from God. How can we use this gift to build up and not tear down? It's the question that I'm asking you on this evening. We should exemplify our speech to be Christ, like by choosing the right time to speak. I remember Apostle Joe always would say, not right now, God got this, let's just pray. Let's just wait on God. And sometimes when you know they're not right and you know it ain't good, you looking at him like, are you for real? But like you said, be patient, because one of the fruits, hallelujah, is patience. We have to learn to be what? Patient, because we got to know that even when we get ready to speak, that we are selecting the correct word, the right word, the loving word to say. We should not speak out of anger. We should not speak out of bitterness. We should not speak out of unforgiveness. But we need to calm ourselves down and let God be God and take over. Amen. And be gracious in what we speak in, amen? So let's just talk about three important aspects of mastering our tongue through speech. Let me tell you, there are three. When to speak, what to speak, and how to speak. When to speak. Speech is part of our daily life. But we do not need to talk all the time. In fact, the Bible says that there is a time to what? Be silent in the book of Ecclesiastes 3 and 7. Maintaining silence with others or speaking can be a mark of respect. Controlling our tongue to keep quiet about a confidential matter gives evidence of discretion and discernment. Amen. And even in in, in, and I need you to write down these scriptures because, like I said, there's a time to be silent in the book of um, Ecclesiastes 3 and 7. And then maintaining our silence when others are speaking can be a mark of respect. Job 6 and 24. Controlling our tongue to keep quiet about a confidential matter gives evidence of discretion and discernment. Proverbs 20 and 19. Restraining our tongue when we are provoked is the course of wisdom. Psalms 4 and 4. Now what to speak? Jesus taught that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Matthew 12 and 34. Therefore, choosing the appropriate words, the appropriate words begins where? In the heart. Our speech usually reflects how we truly feel about others. If our hearts are full of love and compassion, our our speech will also likely to be positive and upbuilding. But come on now, if our if our if our speech, if our heart is full of hate and bitterness and, and, and enviness and jealousy, it would not speak positive. It would not build up, but it would tear down. It would tear up, and it would tear out. So selecting the proper words also involves mental effort and good judgment. We must use our mentality m- mentality, to begin to think through matters and think through situations to make sure before we speak, we think it through. We ask the Holy Spirit, teach us what to say, how to say it, when to say it, where to say it, who to say it to, and what to say. So that we can make sure that we're going to speak something that is positive, that's going to build up and not take down. Even wise King Solomon pondered and made a thorough search in order to find delightful words and to record awkward words of truth. Hallelujah! Even when he had to decide which who child it was, he didn't just rationally just make a decision because one woman said that that's their child and the other woman said that it was their child. He had to think through that process because you're talking about life here. You're talking about a child who was born to a mother. And to give that child to the wrong mother will affect his life for a lifetime because the mother has to nourish him. The mother has to protect him and love him and show him the way. And then the father steps in to do his part. So in the beginning, child needs mother. Not just any mother, but their mother. Amen. So we talked about when to speak, what to speak. Now, how to speak. Gracious speak appeals to the heart and in no way weakens the power of our tongue. In fact, graciousness can make our speech more persuasive. In the book of Proverbs 25 and 15, we can imitate Jesus' gracious speech by being kind being courteous and considerate of others' feelings and seeing the effort a crowd made to hear him speak. Jesus was moved with pity and started to teach them many things. See, it was he was moved by them because they were courteous. They were kind. They were patient. They were waiting. They did not just say anything. They were waiting. They were respectful because they knew the kings of kings had showed up. Even when he was being insulted, Jesus still did not resort to his harsh speech. You know, Jesus did so much for us. He raised the dead, he cast out devils, and he healed the sick. He fed 5,000, 7,000, and so many other thousands, not just only with food, but life, the word. He healed many. Miracles, signs, and wonders came through him. But at the end of the day, when a thief and a robber was on the side of him, The same man called Jesus, who healed the sick, who raised the dead, who cast out devils. They said, crucify him. Crucify him. When the robber and the thief who really committed crimes was on the side of him. What did he say? Forgive them. They know not what they do. And then he said, finish. He didn't go in and try to defend himself. He didn't go in and try to make them pay. But he died for us. So that we can see what forgiveness is. That we can see what love is. That we can see what patience is. And brotherly love is. But at the end of the day, the Bible reminds us to put away from our crooked speech. And put devious talk far from us. We need to continue guarding the heart. That involves guarding the tongue. See, to apply even this principle that Job, hallelujah, um, um, put in the um, book of Job. Amen. It was a principle to our present subject. We need to learn to say, I will make a covenant with my tongue. Are you willing to make a covenant with your tongue that's positive? A covenant that's going to bless? A covenant that's going to give God the glory? A covenant that's going to bring life? Amen. See, the word of God helps us in mastering our tongue. And it's to be cleansed and transformed. Hallelujah. By what comes from God's tongue? We need to go into a place of deliverance. We need to go into God's presence and ask God to tame our tongue. Take our tongue and tame it, meaning take out every poisonous thing that's inside of our tongue. All the way back from our childhood, from when we were born, when we was in the womb of our mother, even through our 400 generations. Because a lot of times through heritorial, hallelujah, genes, those things can come onto us as generational curses. Even though we're full of love, but then we see sometimes our, some of our mother's ways or our father's ways. When really we know that's not us. But it's something, through our, through something called generational curse. That's what my mother said. That's how my mother said it. No, just because your mother said it or your grandmother or great-grandmother said it don't mean you have to say it. Because God did not create um, harsh words to come out of your mouth. God did not create curses to come out of your mouth. But he created words... That are powerful words that are blessed. Amen. (laughs) Glory to God. And the Bible says, as the heart hears with open ears the word of God again and again, it is renewed and begins to produce a transformed tongue. That's why you have to study the word of God. You have to come and be in the presence of God. I know some of us got comfortable because of the pandemic, because COVID-19. But the devil is a lie. You need to come in the house of God. Need to come into the house of God, not watching on YouTube and watching on Facebook and watching on Spotify and watching on Twitter and watching on LinkedIn and watching on um, 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 Instagram. Hallelujah! You need to come into a house of coming to the house of God. I'm not telling you come in and join Hallelujah this church or no other church. Just come to the house of God so that you can receive Hallelujah something the word of God because it's through the word of God that is going to what help tame and transform that tongue but you got to study the word of God yourself See, you got to get in the word you can't just come and hear the preacher's word you can't just come and hear the preacher's sermon you also when you leave you got to go home and open up the word of God yourself when you driving praying and listening and, and asking the spirit of God to just come into wherever you are you got to open up the word read the word put the word so deep down in you so that the word is begin to transform your tongue the reason why you keep cussing is because of your environment the people that you're around so that's why you cuss you say this and you say that because of your um, um your um environment you become your environment so you say Well, you're not like that but then here you come cussing here you come doing things that you know that you're not doing I mean, okay, you're around people that's drinking. But you say you're a Christian. And you hang with them all day long. And I'm not telling you to um, be judgmental or nothing like that. But come on now. If you ain't strong enough, come on. Hallelujah. And you just was delivered from that. And God just took that from you. Hallelujah. You got to be careful on what you surround yourself around. Yes, you can pray for them. Yes, you can speak life to them. You let Jesus shine outside of you. And then God will transform them. Because you can't save nobody Amen So at the same time It is the Holy Spirit That would transform our tongue Because the principle is this What comes out of our mouth Is more and more determined By what has come out of the mouth of God What is God saying to you What God is speaking to you Jesus needs to be speaking to you Hallelujah Jesus needs to be speaking to you Because if you hear from some other God You better check your God Because that's not Jesus. Jesus did not tell us to hate. Jesus don't tell us to be bitter. Jesus don't tell us to have offenses. So many people leave the church because sometimes they don't even like to see a woman, hallelujah, in position. Some people feel like a woman should not be in a position in ministry. They feel like that woman is controlling. They feel like that woman is taking over something. When God has sent that woman to lead the people, to teach the people, to train the people... God don't go by gender. God don't is not a sexist God. So therefore, you gotta get that mentality out of your mind. You gotta be you gotta love people for who they are. You can't judge people because of their sexes. You can't judge people because of their location or geographic area or their nationality. You gotta respect who they are in God. Amen. See, the sanctification of the tongue is the work in us that is driven by the word of God coming to us as we hear it and indwell us as we receive it. You got to take the word of God and let the word of God dwell inside of you. You want to keep on writing down all these scriptures. That's good. And you want to keep on just trying to memorize those scriptures. Let me tell you, it ain't about memorizing the scriptures. Those scriptures got to be so deep in your spirit that guess what? You won't even have to write those scriptures down all like that to try to memorize it. Because when you get into a place called trouble and you get into a place called hurt and pain, those scriptures going to roll up out of your belly. Why? Because you allow the word of God to dwell in you in a midnight hour, in the midday, in the early morning. when no- nobody was looking when nobody was there when you was driving in your car when you was walking to the store you just kept on opening up the word of God and just reading it on your own you weren't worried about just memorizing the word you wanted the word to get so deep inside of you that you was being able to commune with God because you know that when you in God's word you are communing with God because in the beginning was the word and the word was, was God and the word was with God meaning that the word is God so when you are in God's word you are with God because it is him his word that you are in so when you are reading the word of God you are communing with God you are right there in relationship with God he's right there with you he's right there listening to you he's right there and guess what that is the best place to be hallelujah no matter what graces you you may have developed if you have not gained master in the tongue your words are empty and graceless let me help somebody hallelujah Paul reminds us, hallelujah, every mouth shall be stopped. You are rendered speechless. You are not a Christian unless you have been made speechless, meaning you have allowed humility to be your portion. Sometimes, guess what? You don't have to say nothing. That's the hardest thing for us called Christians. We always got to defend ourselves, especially leaders. We always got to be right. We always got to stand up. Sometimes it's best left unsaid. Cause guess what? God going to fight for us. God going to do it for us. You don't even know the situation I was in this weekend. All I was able to do was say, okay, God, it was a bittersweet one. But at the end of the day, it wasn't easy. But I know that God would fight for me. Amen. I had to become speechless. Amen. I had to be let my humility rise up in me. So humility is birthed through being speechless. That's how humility is, is, is able to be birthed in you when you are speechless. Just because humility is being birthed in you don't mean that you're a coward. Ain't not. But it makes you bold and confident. It allows you to have more power than you ever had known that you had. When you can allow humility to be your portion. You ain't gotta tell nobody you a pastor. You ain't gotta tell nobody you a prophet. Guess what? Your gift will make room for you. That's why we should, um, um, we should ask God Hallelujah. The Bible tells us that we should ask God for wisdom to speak and to do so with a single mind and open heart to receive and through his word, just like he let us know in James 1, 5 and 8. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given to him in faith with no doubting. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything. He is a double minded man, unstable in all his ways.
7: Spectrum internet and auto pay required Restrictions apply Visit store for details
2: Only in my exhortation in Christ Or my humiliation in the world Because James reminds us again In James 1, 9 and 10 Let the lowly brother both in his exaltation And in the rich his humiliation Because like a flower of grass He will pass away To set a watch over our mouth We need to set a watch over our mouth that's why the Bible reminds us again in James 1 and 13. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God. Because that's not of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil. And he himself tempts no one. God would not tempt us to do evil. So quit saying that's God. Maybe that's because God wanted it to be that way. No, that's another God and it's not Jesus. Amen. Because God does not tempt us. And God is not a God, hallelujah, that tempt us to do evil. Amen. And that's why we need to be constantly quick to hear and slow to speak. Again, James, remind us, know this, my beloved brother, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Is that easy? No. Because as humans, anger rises up quickly but we must not allow anger to overtake us. Matter of fact, we should be quick to hear and slow to speak. We need to learn the gospel way of speaking to the poor and the rich. Come on now. Do we know how to speak to those that are less unfortunate to us? Do we know how to speak to those that may not match our degree or match our status? Do we still show them love? Do we still speak with them with respect? Because the Bible tells us, it says here in James 2, 1 and 4, My brethren, show no partiality as you hold the faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory. For if a man wearing a gold ring and fine clothing comes into your assembly, and a poor man in shabby clothes always come in, and if you pay attention to the one who wears the fine clothing and say, you sit here in a good place, and while you say to the poor man, you stand over there or sit down at my feet, have you not been made distinguish among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Come on now, we do that, especially leaders. You see somebody with fine clothes you think they got money, you say, come on and sit up here. Come on and come over here. Because you know that they, don't, they got money. Your motive is not right. But you see a man that come in here with some shabby clothes and you don't even know that man is a millionaire. You don't even know that man is gifted. And you don't even know that man is from God said, better be careful how you entertain angels. Because you're going to be entertaining the devil that came in here in riches. Came in here with fine linen. And came in here with gold. And then just disrespected the angel that God sent with the shabby clothes. So you better turn on your discernment and know who is who. But you need to treat everybody the same. You don't need to treat the rich one way and the poor another way. Or treat the poor one way and the rich another way. God says, have no favoritism. God is not a favoritism God. But God is a God of equality, a God of equalness. Hallelujah. He made us all so unique. He didn't make us the same, but he's able to tell us all apart. But he does not treat one of us no better than the other one. Amen. He even go after sinners, those that ain't even doing right, and even those that's doing right. So then lets us know that God is not a partiality God, but God is a God that wants us all to have salvation. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Hallelujah. To speak in the consciousness of the final judgment. To so speak and so act as those who to be judged under the law of liberty. Amen. The Bible says if a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, be warm, and fill without giving them the things needed for the body, what good is that? So we should never stand on anyone's face with words that demise or despise or cause despair. If somebody's coming in need, come on now. You know you got the ability to help them. And you telling them to come back tomorrow. You know. You know you got the ability to do something. And you tell them to wait. When you have the ability to do it, did your Heavenly Father wait for you? Did your, did your Heavenly Father tell you to wait when you was in need? He knew your need. He sent somebody to help your need. But at the end of the day, you going to tell them to come back tomorrow? You're going to tell them not this time? You're going to say next week? If you got the ability to do it, you need to do it. A lot of times we don't want to help ministries because we feel like all ministries are the same. But if God had put it on your heart to be a blessing to the ministry, be a blessing to that ministry, not because of the man and woman of God, but because God told you to do so. And God have told many of you to be a blessing. Hallelujah to many of us. But because you have been offended or because somebody else has been offended and they have caused you on their offense. You have walked in disobedience of God and not did, done what God told you to do. But your hands is always out. you always asking somebody to do something for you. you always asking somebody to come and support you and support what you're doing. But you can't even take time out of your schedule and support them. They always support you. They're always there. They're always giving. They're always loving. They're always caring. But one thing that they have, one thing that they may be doing, you can't come and support them not one time. Come on now. God sees everything. Amen. If you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambitions in your heart, do not boast and be false to the truth. To never claim a reality you have not experienced. A lot of times we talk and we ain't experienced nothing. Because we want people to feel like we got it going on. We want to be like the Joneses. Let me tell you something. Be careful. Be careful wanting to be like somebody. Be careful wanting to have what somebody else have. Because you don't know. What they had to suffer for to get that thing. And do you have the anointing? To Do you carry the anointing of that spiritual attack that they had to endure? Would you be able to stand it? Do you know what they went through? And I ain't talking about just to get a house or a car. I'm talking about an anointing. See, the anointing breaks and destroys yokes. It ain't about money. But it's the anointing. It's the anointing. So are you willing to go through the heartbreak, the letdown, the betrayal, the suffering, the pain, the sickness, nearly death experience? Why are you boasting in something that you have? You don't know anything about? You're boasting in something that is not going to even credit you anything. It's not going to even make you move further. But you want to boast of something. You got this false reality. you live living a lie. You know, most of us live a lie. We live a lie so much that we believe the lie. And it's a lie. Have you ever just met somebody that la 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 that they believe their own lie and they still lie and lie, lie, lie because they believe their own lie. They're a pathological liar and mentally they need deliverance because the father of lies have taken over them and they're no longer walking in depression or oppression. Now they're in regression. See, depression is when you can say, okay, devil, I ain't going to let you take all the way control of me. You know what? I know what God said, and I know who I am. But right now, I'm a little down and out. So he can't just come all the way in. But then when you get into a place of oppression, oh, my God. Now, seven more demons done came. And more demons done came. And now they're suppressing you like never before. You're almost ready to give out. When regression comes, the devil is in control. You have no say. You are blinded. You are what what they say you are a vi they say vi- viper hallelujah you're blind you're blinded you're blinded bloody viper you're blinded you're blinded no discernment no discernment you've been bewitched, you've bewitched. you' bewitched you, you you you've been you've been you, you, you you've been come on you've been the, 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 the enemy have just taken over your mind. We need to resist quarrelsome words as mark of a bad heart. Because the Bible says what causes quarrels? what causes fight among you is that not this, your passions are at war within you. Amen. And we should never speak evil of one another. The Bible tells us do not speak evil against one another, brothers. The one who speak against a brother or judge his brother speaks evil against the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you not a doer of the law but a judge. James reminds us in James 4 and 11. Amen. And it says to never boast in what I will accomplish. Don't talk about what you're going to do tomorrow. Because the Bible tells us don't worry about tomorrow, but let's worry about today. Let tomorrow worry about itself. And we don't worry about what we're going to eat, what we're going to drink. Did the lilies worry about how they were going to be clothed? Did the birds worry about how they were going to be fed? So why is we worried about how we're going to pay our rent. How we going to make it. How are our children going to go to college and all this? The Bible says that the Lord is our shepherd and we should not want. A want is not a need. So we know that whatever we want in his name, we can call in his name longer. We're in the will of God. He gave us the power and authority to call us though it's not as though it is. So we can ask for the things that we want. And the Bible says that the Lord should shall provide all of our needs through his crisis of riches and glory. So why is we worrying? Amen? So at the end of the day, we should never grumble, knowing that the judge is at the door. The Bible says, do not grumble against one another, brother, so that you may not be judged. Behold, the judge is standing, what? At the door. Amen? The Bible also says, but above all, my brother, do not swear either by heaven or by earth or by any oath. Let your yes be yes and your no be no, that you may not fall under condemnation. So never allow anything but total integrity in your speech. Quit telling people you're going to do this today and do this tomorrow and you know you ain't got it in your heart to do it quit telling people that you love them and really in your heart you hate them you really is bitter about something they did to you last year and you got unforgiveness come on now because when push come to shove amen God will press your love and then that love will show amen you really need to be delivered and ask God to show you how to really love somebody that have offended you love somebody who have betrayed you love somebody who have spoken ill words against you and God will take your heart and massage it and he will heal it, and he will take out all stoniness and hardness out of your heart, amen. And also, he would be able to transform your tongue, many able to, for you to be able to tame it, to be able to say the right words at the right time with love and with kindness and with joy and with um, it is the words of being lovely and words that are pure and words that are admirable and words that are praiseworthy and words that are true and words that are right and words that are noble, Amen. amen. And peace will be unto you. So at the end of the day, the Lord wants us to understand that God is a God of reconciliation. The words of restoration is very important. Especially when we see our brothers and sisters wandering. Especially when we see our brothers and sisters out of the will of God. It is always good to speak a word of restoration. The Bible reminds us, my brother, if anyone among you wonders from the truth and someone brings him back, let him know that whoever brings back a sinner from his wonder will save his soul from the death and will cover a multitude of sin. Hallelujah. So let's pray for one another. Let's not talk down on one another or judge one another. Okay, the leader messed up. The leader stepped out. Amen. Okay, let's ask God to forgive them, to raise them back up, to cover them, to hold them, to bring people around them that can pray with them and to hold them. Hallelujah. So that they will not fall again. But don't judge them and tear their ministry down and tear their name down just because they made a wrong. Your wrong just hasn't been exposed because you have made a wrong. But it's just in the closet at this time. So be careful what you say about others. Amen. We should respect our brothers. We should respect one another. We should respect even their downfall. Because guess what? The tongue is not easy to tame. Amen. Sometimes we fall short of the glory. I'm not giving you a license to do whatever. But we fall short. Because sometimes who do we have to go to as leaders? Without somebody telling everybody else what we are going through. You know, when a leader can go to another leader and tell that leader what they're struggling with and don't have to worry about it, that leader going to go and tell everybody else what a wonderful friend they are in Jesus. But nowadays you can't go tell nobody nothing because they're ready to pour down your ministry and everything that you work for just because of a downfall that you have. But the Bible tells us that we need to be able to what? Go and confess our sins to one another. When are we going to be able to obey the word of God? It says to confess our sins to one another. We need to go and be able to tell somebody I'm struggling with this. Amen. I know when I was in my struggle starting in ministry, I couldn't tell somebody what I was struggling with because they would have judged me. They already, hallelujah, didn't want to see me walking the gifting and the calling that God called me in because I wasn't in church 50 years like they was. Amen. And they say, well, how could she just walk in the car and she's walking in just like that? Because I have a heart for God and God knows that I'm for his people. Amen. It's a difference. Amen. God will raise you up no matter how long you've been in a building. See, we get caught up on how long we've been in a building instead of how long we've been in God. How long have you been in God? Not the building. Not the mortar and brick. But in the presence of God. In God's presence. In having an intimacy with God. And having a relationship with God. And don't having, wasn't worried about being called out. But was serving at every level. Would we'll clean the house of God. Inside and outside. We'll go to the byways and preach under the bridges. Preach in the nursing homes. Preach in the shelters. Preach in the grocery stores. Preach at the gas station. Preach on the street. I didn't need a poor, pe- uh, poor pick to preach the word of God. All I needed was my feet. The preparation for the gospel. All I needed was my helmet. All I needed was my breastplate, my shield, my sword, my belt. Come on now. I needed the armor of God because I already had the power and authority what he gave me the armory to go out and to heal the sick, to cast out devils and raise the dead. Glory to God. So at the end of the day, love does not battle with rivals for attention. Love does not brag about itself. And love does not inf- and, um, um, make its views more than others. Love does not trample on others' feelings. And love does not serve its needs as of others. And love does not take offense easily. Love does not keep records of wrongdoings. And love does not celebrate sin. And love delights in every correct thought and word and act. So if you're being corrected by a man or woman of God, thank God. Thank God you can be corrected. Thank God that truth can come into your life so that you can be a changed person. We don't want correction no more. We think we know it all. We don't been ordained and we're walking and our calling and we're walking. We don't open up a church and God done did miracles through us. We don't want correction no more. Matter of fact, we don't even want leadership training no more because we already done arrived. The devil is a liar. We should remain teachable. We should be remain reachable so that we can be capable in Jesus. Amen. So at the end of the day, the Lord just spoke to me and said that we are learning to tame the tongue only through Holy Spirit. Only Holy Spirit can help us tame this tongue. That's why you got to be in the presence of God at all times, may God. I ain't talking about being so spiritually that you know earthly good, but I'm talking about having a relationship in Christ in order to master the tongue. Amen? Amen. Because at the end of the day, just like Apostle Paul said, that we need to make sure that whatever we speak and however we speak it, whatever we do, we need to make sure that it's worth true. We need to make sure that it's noble, admirable, pure, lovely, uh, uh, praiseworthy. Hallelujah. Amen. So we thank God for such a wonderful word on taming the tongue and mastering the tongue so that we can love more. Because the words that we are thinking And the words that we're holding in our heart, how can we produce love? You can't produce love with ill-spoken thoughts. You can't produce um, love with ill-spoken words. Only words, hallelujah, only thoughts that are pure. Only thoughts that are true. Only thoughts that are noble. Only thoughts that are lovely. Only thoughts that are admirable. Only thoughts that are excellent. Only thoughts that's praiseworthy that's going to come out of a heart. And the heart, there's going to be abundance of what? Joy. Abundance of peace, abundance of patience, abundance of So we just thank God for such another word. And we're going to go ahead and end our evening service. You know, it don't take the Holy Spirit to speak long. All we got to do is just trust God. All we got to do is just let Holy Spirit be Holy Spirit. And I believe that all of us, hallelujah, have received the word on today on how to tame and master the tongue. So until next time, we thank God for you. And the next time that we will be here, amen, is um, on 4th, hallelujah, Sunday at 6 p.m. We're here every 2nd and 4th Sunday of the month, amen. So we're not here every Sunday at 6 p.m., but every 2nd and every 4th Sunday of the month God be the glory but we'll see you back here next Sunday 1045 amen and I believe that Apostle Joel will be back also and he has another series on love amen and we just thank God for you but I also want to thank God and just wish a happy birthday amen on tomorrow to my son amen happy birthday Howard amen I know you're probably listening you're going to be turning 29 years oh my God hallelujah do I look like I have a 29 year old do I look like I got a 31 year old my God it's only by the grace of God that I'm able to walk in my youth for years it's only by the grace of God that I have strength in my body to even witness hallelujah their 29th and 31th birthday amen so I give God the glory and I pray for favor and protection over your life I pray that God leads you hallelujah in greener pastures that God lead you into your purpose and destiny in God that you fulfill the call that's on your life that I pray salvation come at your doorstep in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that you fulfill what God have called you to be. I call and activate the gifts that are inside of you right now. No weapons that's formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that rise up against you shall be condemned. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus. I pray protection over you right now. I plead the blood of Jesus over you right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. I submerge you and soak you in the blood of Jesus right now. And I ask the Holy Spirit to encamp his angels around you right now Allow the Holy Spirit to rise up Out of your mouth in the mighty name of Jesus That you shall tremble over Every scorpion, every lion Every young cobra that tries to rise up And get you, that you shall walk in your purpose and your destiny, you shall be The king and the priest of God That he have called you to be In now season in the mighty name of Jesus And that you shall walk in your calling and your purpose now In Jesus name, God bless you Your mother love you Mother, first to you. Pastor, second to you. Hallelujah. It goes this way. Mother, first, friend, second, pastor, apostle, prophet, teacher, evangelist to you, Howard. Hallelujah. Your mother loves you. And happy birthday to all the other birthdays that will be June the 14th. God bless you. Amen. And may God bless you on that day. God bless you. And again, those that may not um, have a relationship with Christ and you've heard of Christ, they have talked about him to you, but you just haven't accepted him as your Lord and Savior. Go ahead and accept him right now. All you have to do is open up your mouth by confessing with your mouth and saying, Lord, Forgive me of all of my sins. Lord God, I confess in my mouth and believe in my heart that you are my Lord and Savior. My Jesus Christ that died for me, that went to Calvary for me, that gave me life and life more abundantly. And I ask you to come into my heart right now and change my heart. I ask you to renew my mind. I ask you to eliminate, um, illuminate my mind, enlighten my eyes so that the word of God can be, 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 be poured into me and Lord God, even as you said that I can open up my mouth, why? Because I know even now that I'm saved that I cannot work this and work this by myself, even this untamed tongue I cannot work it i cannot master it without the holy spirit so as i open up my mouth wide i ask you holy spirit to be endowed inside of me in the mighty name of jesus and lord god i thank you for divine connections i thank you for giving me more revelation in your word understanding in your word wisdom in your word um um interpreting your word, lay on the word of God to open up in my understanding, open up in my mind that the logos, rama, be made manifest to me, the revelatorial revelations be released unto me, miracle signs be my portion in the mighty name of Jesus and now let's celebrate hallelujah our brother and sister who have received Christ, you are now a kingdom citizen, now you are in the body of Christ hallelujah, God bless you God keep you and may angels continue to encamp themselves around you and until next time we thank you for joining us unlimited grace per ministry soar international outreach network apostle joel L. and lady apostle robin Stones. may god bless you may god keep you in jesus name amen and glory to god
7: great news